Welcome aboard. I'm Brad. I'm Eric. And I'm Scott. Welcome to My Ship Story Podcast. This is a podcast where we invite crew members, both past and present, to tell their stories about life at sea. So come up to the pool bar and grab a drink. Sit back, relax, because it's time for My My Ship Ship Story. Story. (laughs) That was terrible. Hey, welcome everybody. It's another episode of My Ship Story Podcast. I'm your host, Brad. Got with me today, Scott and Eric. Scott, what's going on? I uh, did you travel to London to uh, attend the the Queen's funeral? Is that yes, what's going yes, on? Yes, I'm I'm there. I'm here right now. Okay, so you're traveling. Brad you're in Cassie. London, and um, <laughs> you're our London correspondent for today. And Eric, where are you? You're someplace foreign as well. So, well, not foreign. Unless yeah, kind of foreign. Columbia, Tennessee, foreign. There you go, foreign. Great. So Columbia, Tennessee is about, it's an hour and a half south of where I live. And I'm here showing, I showed horse properties all day long, which was actually kind of fun, but tiring. And then rather than drive home an hour and a half, and then an hour and a half back tomorrow morning, I decided to just check into a hotel and meet up with uh, clients tomorrow morning. So yeah, I'm out in Columbia. So I know I've told you guys, but I listed my house for sale last Friday. I put a YouTube video on my Facebook page. So everybody check out that Facebook page. It's a beautiful house. I love my house. Help me Absolutely get it sold. Absolutely gorgeous. Absolutely Help me gorgeous. get it sold. It's really pretty. Oh, hey, I know God. a great agent around your area if you need one. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. And, and I'll tell you guys, maybe next time I'll tell you a story of one freaky thing that happened. I, I know we were going to make just... this quick. You remember when we talked about making it quick? Yeah, yeah so, I didn't even get is... to say anything. So go on. <laughs> so this part is really interesting though. On Friday, we had quite a few showings all day long. And we have cameras in the house. One of them is pointed to the front door. You know, we have two other cameras, three other cameras all around the house. And so when uh, one agent showed the house, and normally a lot of them don't lock the front door, especially where I live, it's in the middle of nowhere. You know, people just don't, they just don't lock the door behind them. This agent who was showing the house uh, calls me and says, hey, there's some guy walked in the house. I don't know who this is. And uh, did you have another agent coming in or did you have somebody else coming in? And I said, no, you're the only one. Can you just find out if he's an agent or who he is? And, you know, if he's not, then tell him to leave. While that was happening, you know, we checked the video, everyone, to see what happened. And so Jeff checks the video. When he checks the video, this guy initially walked in, went straight over to a front window and unlocked it and walked out of the house. Oh. Yeah. Then he walked back in looked around, went into another room. We could hear him. We couldn't see him because there's no camera on that side. So he walks out of the room. When I find out that that's what's happening, the next agent that was coming knew the first agent and said, look, tell her, lock the door behind you. Don't let anybody in. The guy was sitting in the parking at my house and didn't leave. I tell her, hey, can you go check the first floor windows and doors? Three more windows were unlocked and the one of the doors was unlocked because there's several door access doors. So I called the police and said, hey, can you send somebody over? But by the time they got over there, he had left. They didn't take a picture of the license tag or anything? They didn't take a li- picture of the license tag. So I had made a couple appointments with people that didn't have agents. And when the first people came in, it was fine. The second one was a single guy. He comes in, this guy looks like the guy on the video. So I'm texting Jeff saying, hey, 
look at current video and check to see if this is the same guy. While I was on, then I texted the other agent and say, hey, does he drive an old Honda XYZ, this color, that? And she's like, yes, that's that's the guy. So I went and took a, because he walked outside to the car. And the car was, wasn't the nicest car around, you know, but you never know what somebody can afford or not. So I took a picture of the license plate. It looks to me exactly like the same guy. Now, Jeff is like, let it go. He walked around the house. You walked in there with him. The name that he gave me, that he told me he was, that it was his phone, owns these two houses around town. So I'm like, did he really have bad intentions? I don't know. So I'm on the fence whether I call the police and give him this guy's name and tag number anyway. I would absolutely. I don't give a fuck if he owns the houses or not. Like he walked in. But I guess in, I would have to press charges. windows. Not necessarily, but something's on the record. Yeah. yeah. Anyhow, somebody gets so that in. was a freaky issue that happened with my wow. house. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. Okay. Yeah, well, let's, I was going to uh, buy your house, but never mind. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's get to our guests. Let's get to our guests because I think we've got a lot of, uh, a lot of things to, to cover today. Um, welcome to the show, Amy Minches Manalo. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Thanks for hey. having me. Hey there. Hey, Amy. Hi. All right, welcome Amy. Um, you've been, you've been around a little bit. I mean, it's uh, kind of rude us. to ask her all these. Well, <laughs> so I knew you were going to so say that. <laughs> you've been in the cruise industry. You started in the cruise industry quite a while back. Um, I did. When did you when did you get started and how did it all happen for you? Very quickly, I grew up in Miami, so cruise ships were always around Miami. And I didn't know what I wanted to do after high school, so my mom okay, went high school. I oh, went, I went to I, I, I went to North Miami Beach. I oh, went okay. to NMB. Yeah, Where yeah, did yeah. you go? Okay. I you went to Berlin. South. Yeah, I went to Belen Jesuit. It's a all boys Catholic school. Yeah. On the southwest side. Okay. Okay. So pretty far from NMB. <laughs> yeah, pretty far from NMB. So, you know, I lived in the north end. Uh but anyway, my, my mom worked at Miami Dade at the community college. Yeah. And she introduced me to the travel people. And I said, okay, I'll start going to school there because it was free. Because my mom worked there. So I did my two years and I got a job right away at Royal Caribbean. So that's how it all started. Um, I wanted to work on ships right away, but the girl that interviewed me knew me since we were kids because she was my neighbor. And she's like, oh, no, you don't want to be on ships. It's long hours. You four to a cabin. You don't want to do it. So she talked me out of it. So I ended up working in inventory control in the office. Mm -hmm. So I started in 1987. So that was oh, before wow. that was before you guys got there. Honestly, I would I would never have guessed that. I would have thought you started like in the 1990s or 2000s, honestly. Like there's no I'm shocked that you started in 87. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I've just graduated there. the year before that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun cuz it was small, everybody knew everybody, going over the bridge every day. It was it was a nice atmosphere and that's why I know the dates of you know, the inaugurations of the, the ships, the right. Sovereign and all the other stuff. So that's why, you know, 1988, I mean, it was so much fun. We got to go to the parties. Do you throw your phone sometimes when you hear us talking about stuff and getting everything wrong? And you're like, oh, no, guys, it was 1990, you know. I sit there and I make, and I'm like, oh, no, 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 that wasn't right. And then <laughs> that's why. He's going to call in with a, like, a long list of corrections corner of yes. all the stuff we got. Right. Yeah. yeah. Amy's correction quarter. And and yeah. you know, are you keeping tabs on which one of us is worse than the other? <laughs> no, 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 no. You're all the same. 
<laughs> we, we all suck but we're all equally bad yeah no uh it's all good fun because when i hear it, even it's it's the people that are on board they're like i can't remember and i'm like and i'm yelling at the at the podcast yeah, yeah. going it's this day it's this day but of course you know it's past the time but yeah so that's how i got started i was in the office for seven years in inventory wow. control long wow. time what is inventory control yeah what so, you i have no idea what that is we were we were con- we controlled the cabins oh oh okay with that being said um there was no history behind the categories and what i mean by that in the computer so like on the nordic mm-hmm. empress who worked on the Nordic Empress? Eric, you did, right? No, I, so, I was on there for Scott, Scott did. Scott okay. Did. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. So you know how it had the the balcony cabins on that ship? That was like the first ship for Royal Caribbean to have balcony cabins. It was, trust me. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> so at nighttime, at six o'clock, we would close the category for that for those cabins because we were going to cruise that weekend and then we'd open them up in the morning so that the travel agents couldn't sell it overnight or whatever and we'd always get those balcony cabins as employees so i had really high seniority so i always got booked i would go on the nordic empress like once a month but i cruised on the sovereign six times i was i would just cruise i was a cruiser i i love being on board and that's why i met a lot of friends made a lot of you know had a, had a lot of friends on board and you're I saying that you weren't myself. the uh, inventory person in control of the carpet that we um, cut up and put in our cabin. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> on the Empress. You got connected with people on board oh, while you were still sure. working at Shore, Shore, Oh, Shore yes, I, I sure did. I would go down to the pier and pick up my friends Saturdays, Sundays, whatever days, take them out shopping, errands, bring them back to the ship. We'd all have you know, lunch. I, I made friends with a lot of the waiters because they knew how to wine and dine you when they got off the ship for the one night and then you'd go out and they'd spend and they had that money oh yeah they'd spend like a a good five six hundred dollars on dinner with just like four of us and drinking and i just i just had a lot of fun so i hung out with a lot of different areas dancers photogs staff captains awesome that sounded very specific like there was no S at the end of that. I only knew one. <laughs> and we're still friends today. Uh, okay, Awesome. Cool. Well, we'll get into that. Yeah. And so when did you, what made you decide to go on board or how, how did the, how did getting on board happen? What, what well, was the process there? My time on the ship, I'm sorry, my time on land ended. I just got tired of getting overlooked for growth and become a manager and stuff. So I got let go, which is fine because they actually did a favor for me because seven years in the same department doing the same thing. I mean, I, I actually went to Italy to train the chief purser on the Sun Viking how to send the bullet back. Pursers, remember the bullet? If you did. I don't remember the bullet. You don't remember a bullet? We would send a bullet with all the manifest of the passengers mm-hmm. that I would have right. to balance. That's what oh, I did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. You know about what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, and I can't think of her name. She was a chief purser on the Sun Viking doing. Oh, that Asia. was Mandy. Mandy, Mandy Willie or Mandy That's Willie. It. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I have a story about that too. So, Ooh, um, that. <laughs> living in Miami, one of my friends said, just go down to the port. NCL is their office is down there. So I went down there, fill application. I'm in a t-shirt and shorts and they're like, oh, hold on a second. We want to interview you. And I'm like, I'm not dressed for an interview. They're like, it's okay. People come from out of town all the time. And I said, but I live 20 minutes away. <laughs> A week later, I was on board the Norway. So that's oh, how cool. I started wow. on board ships. 
That's oh, all. so wait, in what year was this? 1994. So who, do you remember who the cruise director was? Was it Louis? On the Norway? Yeah. No, it was Scott Hamby. Scott Hamby. Okay. There was, there was a guy that went to my high school who was the cruise director on the SS Norway, but it might've been earlier than that. Mm. I just don't remember when he stopped, but his name was Lewis and I can't remember his last name. I don't remember did you, Lewis. We had did a you know Anderson. Ricardo? Did you know Ricardo Vega? Mm-hmm. All right. Hey. I did. <laughs> it's a small world, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> he lives like uh, um, 10 minutes from me. Oh, yeah. Do you ever see him? Nope. Okay. Never, never met him. <laughs> you never met him, no. Uh-uh. No. I worked yeah. briefly with him on the Norway. Yeah. Cool. So oh, you get on right. the Norway as what? I'm sorry. I, I missed it. Assistant purser. Assistant purser. Okay. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah. yeah. So, but, and then they throw you in and they say, okay, see those vaults? You handle that. Passengers are going to come up and they want to put their stuff in there. That's what you're going to do yeah. all day. Does that sound oh. familiar? <laughs> yes. 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 No matter oh, what cruise man. line. <laughs> yeah. No matter what cruise line, that, that's, that was, that was pretty awful. Yeah. Let me, let just me ask sit you. there all day, just hating, hating everyone oh. that comes up there. And you're just <laughs> yeah. like, you don't need to put this shit in a vault. Nobody like yeah, put a banana in this. I once saw somebody put a banana in a safety deposit box. Oh, no. I'm, I'm not kidding. That's right. Safety deposit. I was like, oh. are you? Yeah. I was like, must have been Seriously? a good banana. The golden, the golden banana. Let me ask you real quick. Uh, so when you were working back in the office and stuff, did you ever have any sort of like thought like someday, someday I'm going to transfer? I'm going to. Oh, yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to from the very beginning. From a long time, I never found out why they wouldn't let me go on board. Oh, so, it's, oh, so you were odd. trying and they oh, just yeah. wouldn't. wouldn't oh, yeah, you. I had I had friends. I, I mean, I was friends with chief pursers, any any of the pursers, because I thought. I I can do accounting. I you know I, it was just a good area. Yeah. Um, but you must have sailed. Did you also sail on a metro? You must have sailed on other ships. Like, did you sail on the Majesty or the Sovereign? I did. I said I I did the Sovereign like six times. I was on the Majesty yeah. a couple of times. So um, there was a good chance to. the Monarch yeah. that you yeah. sailed when we were working on board. Oh, see, I know you, Eric. You don't oh, know you me, do? but I know you. Oh, Only because I, I know oh, you from being oh. a purser. No, yeah, no, no. Let's I just slow yeah. down real quick. <laughs> no, no, no. You yeah. just look familiar. That's all. You, oh, okay, you're just, okay, you, okay. That I'm sure I've cruised on a ship that you worked on. I uh, definitely because and and probably the same with with Brad and Scott. They're just not as memorable as I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I know you must have because we were on there. I was on the Majesty ninety two through ninety three, and then yeah, Sovereign ninety four. I'm sure I cruised during that yeah. time. Um, I was on. I cruised on the Monarch in 94 yeah. that was my last cruise and then they let me go after i came back how long did you work for ncl oh just a year oh. yeah it was just a, a year as a purser as well as or? a purser i well i did like three different jobs i was an assistant purser i was a cabin supervisor and i was a junior auditor so the junior auditors were like your supercharge pursers yeah. and then the cabin supervisor was people are grumpy and didn't like their cabin and they'd come and yell at you and you'd say, That's sorry, the ship sold job. out. Yeah. Yeah. Not a fun job. No. I just did it while someone was on vacation. I'm like, sure, I'll do that. Oh, yeah. 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 I didn't. I didn't like that. To all the non-ship, if anybody that was is is a passenger that's never worked on a ship, the, it was true. 99% of the time, we're not just yeah. bullshitting you. The ship was full. We had no cabins. Or if we did have a cabin, it was probably worse than the one that you were in. Right. 
And then you have to tell them, you know, you're not going to be in the cabin. You're going to be out. You're only going to go in there to sleep and change. And so you made happy people after that. Then where'd you go? So one of my managers that I had at Royal Caribbean, her nephew is Manny Garcia. Yeah, Manny Garcia Garcia. Rubio. Rubio, that's it. Manny Garcia Rubio. Who who we just had on the show. It hasn't aired yet. We just recorded him. Oh, Yeah, the last one. Yeah. Oh, good, good. Yeah. I can't wait to hear that one. Anyway, um, so I knew him and I went to him and I said, hey, hiring? And he said, sure. And I said, well, you know, I was fired from the office. He goes, I don't care if you're fired for stealing. You can you can come on board. I need I need pursers. It was right about the holidays. Um, but right before that, I did a road trip with Jan Elzer. Jan yeah, Elzer cool. Thomas. So wow. I did a road trip with her. So so it was, yeah, I talked to a lot of friends. So he's like, yeah. So again, where, where am I going? You're going to the Sun Viking. You're going to Singapore. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. I'm going to Asia. Wait, what year was this? 97. Okay. Okay. Wow. So yeah, it was off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I was so excited. Hurry up, get your uniforms, get your shots. Mm-hmm. I had to have like weird shots because I was going to Asia and stuff like that. So um, off I went and I get on board and the ship was in wet dock. And I saw Mandy, and of course she remembered me from training her a few years prior. Yeah. And am, uh, real quick, I am so surprised it wasn't wet dog already, because we did a dry dock on the Sun Viking in '95, late '95, uh-huh. um, when we got to when we first got to Asia. But you got to remember that ship was getting old. It was getting old. Oh, that's true. Well, it no, was. that ship was in that ship in '71, so it was like 25 years old. I mean, that's not that old for a ship. It's not mm. the Norway. Yeah, I could be yeah. wrong with my year, but I really think it was ninety-seven. No, we trust you more than anybody. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Combined. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it was great. I was on board for two months, seeing countries that I didn't think I'd yeah. ever see, and I just had such a great time. And uh, the next thing I know, I'm getting called into the hotel manager's office. Chief Purser's in there, and they're like we got a call from Shoreside and they said, you're not allowed to be on board, but we don't understand why. And you don't, what? you didn't do anything wrong. And you, we like having you here. I said, that's okay. I understand. They're like, what do you mean? You understand? I said, well, I was fired from Shoreside and I don't know. I, I guess they found out and they said, get her off the ship. I mean, what? I had some, Oh yeah. There were some people in, in uh, my old department that were just nasty people. And I wish they had never merged with admiral <laughs> sorry to say that <laughs> but that's where that's okay. none of you guys came from admiral right no no none uh, of us no. worked on an admiral ship. The, the shoreside people the shoreside yeah. people were just they were awful and they just didn't fit the royal caribbean royal caribbean image mm-hmm. uh so anyway when all this happened like did how many times did you sail before they booted you off the ship and i was on board for two months exactly Two months and two months out and then of the they blue, found out. they're like, "Hey, was it because you were let go, or was it? Yeah, yeah. did somebody have it why. in for you? Or yeah, somebody from my old department that had. They're like, "Oh no, you get her off. She doesn't belong with Rocker. No, 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 you get her off." And the, and I I had a heads up because I had a one of my very good friends. She got in touch with me and she told me human resources found out that you're on board. So. Found out that you're on board. What a bunch of dicks. Yeah, yeah. See, just dumb. Just dumb corporate stuff. That's and that's one of my least yeah. favorite things about working on the ships was just the corporate yeah. 
bullshit that you had to put up with. Did you just like, you know, screw the rest of this and just live it up and take you know, off I, or what? I don't remember. It was too many years ago. I don't remember what I did. And and I had a boyfriend and, um, you know, I was kind of sad. I'm like, oh, I'm leaving you, but that's okay. I'm, yeah. sure, I'll be, I'm sure I'll be okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, Amy, I, I think we're ready for a ship story. Hi, I'm Amy Minches Manalo, and this is my ship story. So working on the Norway, I was very close to the security officer. He was like my second dad. And whatever he said, I got away with. And whatever, you know, it it just just how it was. And I guess a lot of people on the purser's desk didn't always like that because I got special treatment, but I it wasn't my fault. <laughs> anyway, um, the ship would get to St. John at six in the morning and I would always work. I tried to work the overnight shift at the purser's desk because I wanted the whole day to do nothing, lie out in the sun, sleep, do whatever I wanted to do and then work at night. Because once you're on board for so long, you kind of get tired of going to the crew bar and it's like, or you go see a show. We could at the at the Norway, you could open up the door a little bit from the purser's desk and the, the where the show was was behind us. Mm. Can't think of the name of what I'm thinking of. But anyway, we'd open the door and we could hear the show. We could see the show if we really opened it up enough at night. So that was, you know, anyway. So we're in St. John. And the security officer says, I'm taking Amy out for the day. And the safety officer says, no, we have a Coast Guard. And it's like the full Coast Guard drill, you know, the ones that you hated to right. do because it was yeah. like like for an hour, two hours, whatever, how long it was. And he says, no, no, I'm taking her. And he's like, okay, well, when you put her in the tender, she has to hide because <laughs> I don't want the bridge <laughs> to see her. You've got to stow away her. Yeah. So I, you know, all the guys, they see me because, you know, the passengers are getting onto the tender. So, you know, in the Norway, it had the two tenders in the front of the ship that would come off and go like that and come down mm. um, into the water. So they're, so we're, we're getting in and I get in and I go up to the wheelhouse and I'm like hiding, you know, behind like a chair or something. There's nothing to hide behind. And we off we go and we get to St. John and I got to spend the day with uh, with the, the security officer. We just had a great time, had breakfast. The Marriott in St. John would let crew members use their facilities. It was just a fun time. Um, and then we took a one of those tender boats or whatever over to St. Thomas and got back on the ship. And, you know, it was just a fun day, but I got out of Coast Guard. So I always think that's a fun story. That's awesome. Yeah, no, we can never get out of Coast Guard drills. No, no way. No. That was always the, the really important. And they they beat it into your head. This is how you respond. Yeah. Only say things of what they're asking you. Just be prepared. Don't volunteer anything. Don't right. do this or that. But what what do you remember what your emergency duty was at that time? Well, I always tried to be able to work at the desk. But right. I didn't. I didn't have one actually on the Norway. I didn't have one. I know what you're asking. I just had oh, a muster yeah. station. I didn't have to oh, do okay. anything. Well, then was, yeah. Then you could. There's no reason you could. There was enough Jamaican guys. There was enough. There was enough. Right. Every Norwegian guys. They were just everywhere. You know, they they're yeah. the ones. They didn't make the. No, no, no. You're a girl. You you stay back. You know. And I can't even tell the listeners how hard it is to stand there in a boat drill when you either haven't gone to bed yet. Or you're completely plastered, or uh, both, or over. you just oh. 
finally crash about an hour before that and your eyes are bleeding red and it's hot and humid and and it's hot yeah. it's just it's, it's hot just humid so long and you just gotta you just gotta failed. stand there for at least yeah. an hour it usually takes at least an hour. hour and you're like and it never failed that that when those days that you were really hung over is when the side of the ship that you were on was in the blazing sun and you weren't in the shade. So you had the blazing sun on top of you. You have the life jacket on board. You're hung over as hell. And all you do is want to just throw up. And it's you like, throw up. Is- I hate my life. It sucks. Yeah, it was horrible. Horrible. Yeah, yeah I never no got fun. picked to have to go down. Like if I was in my muster station on a regular boat drill, yeah. I would never get picked. They wouldn't, they wouldn't pick the females. They always pick the guys. Well, one time I was standing in a muster drill and the staff captain comes by and he says, Amy, do you like your cabin? And I'm like, yes, sir. Why? And he's like, well, because we remodeled it and I just want to make sure that it looks good. And I'm just like, oh, my God, you know, like, like, thank you for embarrassing me in front of everybody that has to sleep four to a cabin. And I have, you know, a, a newly remodeled cabin. So I was I was good friends with the girl that he was sleeping with. So that's why. Love. You know, you you made the right connections. It sounds like very quickly. Yeah, yeah. Because I thought he was joking when he said remodeled that he had done something to the room, but he actually remodeled. No, they they he really remodeled, remodeled my my side of the cabin. It was like a Jack and Jill cabin. Uh-huh. So on my side, I think I had the toilet, and the other side had the shower. But we each had our own sink, and I shared it with mm-hmm. a guy, which was well, hilarious. That's odd. Yeah, back then they would never do that. They wouldn't. Huh. Well, they did. Yeah, this was in 1994, unloyal. 1995. Real Caribbean, yeah. no way. NCL, no. I was just like this. Oh, so when I did go to work on the Sun Viking, I'm like, oh, wow, they're really strict here. So are we moving over to Holland America soon? Um, no, we could. I mean, I can mix it up. You know, I have okay, lots well, of different whatever. stories. Let's, let's keep cool. going. Let's go to Holland America. Let's hear another one. I, I wanted to go back on ships. So I had been on ships since 94. I got off ships in 2001. But I'd been on like many different cruise lines during that time. I even did a stint on the Delta Queen going up and down the Mississippi. Oh. Um, so I have four cruise lines I worked on. Um, but when I really wanted to go back on ships, I was really serious about it. You know how you'd have to fill out the application and you'd send like a little picture of yourself like this big, yeah. you know? So I just, I wasn't getting any feedback from anybody. So I decided to send a five by seven picture of myself standing, nice Jewish girl standing next to a Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> next to a christmas tree next to a christmas tree i was like oh you know it was, it was a good picture of me i was all dressed up and everything i got four interviews like within one week it was crystal uh holland america i don't remember who the other two were so crystal i would have gotten the job but i didn't speak any other languages so then unfortunately i only speak english I was going to say living in Miami that all that time. You well, didn't think I mean, any I, Spanish? of course, of course. But I, I wasn't yeah. going to lie and say I spoke no, Spanish. I did yeah, on yeah, I yeah. did on the Norway. I said I spoke Hebrew and they're like, oh, really? There's someone on board. I'm like, oh, crap. I'm just, <laughs> I'm like, I, could, I could read Hebrew. I just don't know what I'm saying. But it, it, it had nothing to do. She spoke Arabic, Arabic and Hebrew and totally different. So Holland America said, come down. You, you live in Miami. Come down up. Uh, Port Everglades on a Saturday, you're going to interview with so-and-so on the Westerdam. And I did. And the next thing I know, like, like that Monday, I got a phone call from the Seattle office and they said, we want to hire you. We want to put you on the Westerdam. You're going to be a front desk supervisor. 
because all their all their front desk agents are all mm-hmm. Filipinos or Filipinas, mm-hmm. and the front desk supervisors are either American, uh, Dutch. British, Canadian, whatever, yeah. not in. Okay. So I'm like, okay, great. This is awesome. I'm going to get back on the ship. I'm going to join the ship in on Saturday in Fort Lauderdale. Then I get a call like the next day and said, nope, we have a change of plans. We're going to make you a human resources officer, which is a crew purser. And we're going to fly you to San Diego and you're going to join the Staten Dom. And I'm like, okay, I, I'm going to do Hawaii. Never did Hawaii. Mm-hmm. So I thought. Like, yeah, not this a bad great. place to go. This is great. Yeah. So, yeah. Have you ever been to San Diego where yeah. you're waiting for the ship? So, we we would always stay in the hotels that right across the street from the port. So, mm-hmm. I'm there. I'm staring out and I'm like, I'm like freaking out going, oh, my God, I'm going back on ships. I haven't done this in a couple of years. So, anyway, I get on and I'm being told you have office hours from 9 to 12 in the morning and 7 to 9 in the evening. And I'm just like, wow, that you don't really do much. Well, that was a lie. That was a hard job because you're signing the crew members on and off. You hold all their passports. You pay them every other week, $100,000 in cash. You know, you do the 90 day. Oh, it's just, you know, you know, being a person, there's so much work. It's a lot. It's a, it's an important job and it's really busy. I had a clerk that worked Mm -hmm. in my office with me and he said, he said, Amy, I'll let you sleep during the day. So I'll do your daytime uh, bingo. So, you know, between two and four, you're not allowed to bother any officer unless someone's dying or something. Yeah. Uh, so that was Inter- our international nap time. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was like, okay, I can get off the ship or I can go take a nap from two to four. Or if so. you need new carpet in your, in your room or <laughs> in my ca- yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it was fun, but the second cruise is when, this Filipino walked on board and I looked at him and he looked at me and we were engaged in six weeks. Oh, wow. Okay. So I, for some reason, I kind of thought Manalo might be a Filipino. Filipino. Yeah. 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 But I wasn't sure. So, well, wow. That's well, fantastic. Wait, so, wait, let's hear more about this. Yeah. Let's hear more about this. And is this a passenger or was this? No, no, no. This is, this is the, he was the bar manager. Oh, okay. Cool. On the Staten Dom, we had it was a 16 day cruise, so we had black and white balls. So we had to dress up in our black and white full uniforms, our evening uniforms. I'm standing. We we were supposed to dance with the passengers. So where am I? Standing by the bar. <laughs> I'm like, and I'm standing there, and the next thing I know, there's a drink in front of me, and I'm like, how do you know what I drink? Oh, we know what you drink, Miss Amy. So all the. Uh, Bartenders, they're little, all Filipino, so that's that's. That his was staff. always a little embarrassing when they knew your drink, like yes. right off the bat. <laughs> and I can't tell you how many times that happened to me. Yeah, that's because I found out that who's now my husband would call the he'd call the bar. Is she in that one? He'd call the you know the officers' bar. Is she in there? So he he was always trying to find where I was so that there would be a drink in front of me just to know that he was. And this is really before we were together. Mm-hmm. He was just uh, you know courting me. His is what the Filipinos do. They court you. So, awesome. but yeah, you know, and it was, it was just fun. And there was one time when he actually, when we were already engaged, we were at one of the balls and I danced with the husband and he danced with the wife and we took pictures and I still have those pictures. So it's fun. We had our first date in Honolulu and we were engaged in Juno. And so how long did you work for Holland America then? I only did a year because they were going to transfer me to Europe which is not such mm-hmm. a bad thing, but right. he was staying on board the Westerdam and we didn't want to be apart anymore. So but living it's in Europe, I got to see him every Saturday. 
I bring them Dunkin' Donuts, and oh, uh, nice. You know, I'd get on the ship and we'd have our Saturday fun and take him out shopping because he always had to shop for the ship. Then they went to Alaska and I met him up in Vancouver. I drove to Seattle. I flew to Seattle, drove out to Vancouver with a friend and and we got off the ship, went back to Seattle. We ended up, we got married. I went on board as his wife on board. Where are you living now? What part of the world are you in? Well, because of COVID. So we were living in, we've lived in a lot of places. He worked for the mm-hmm. Four Seasons. Um, that's um, when we went, cool. we got, we got off ship. We started working for the Four Seasons Hotel in Seattle. So, oh, hey, but then we moved. opening a Four Seasons in Nashville soon. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. He doesn't work for the Four Seasons anymore. Oh, okay. never mind. Yeah. Oh, yeah, whether sorry. you were on NCL or, or the other <laughs> ships and everything, do you guys ever have any, uh, do any pranks on each other or like, uh, do you ever almost miss the ship or, or anything like that? So on the Norway, I never would be able to miss the ship because it tendered. And I was always, remember, my best friends were security. And the boyfriend I had at the time was one of the deckhands. I liked Filipinos. So <laughs> <laughs> so I always got whatever. Like, there was a time when, you know, the Burger King that was in St. Martin before they built the the pier? There was a Burger King, like, right when you get off. Vaguely, vaguely. Well, it's, I, it's where, I, yeah. it's where the, the Norway the would boats. bring its tender, the tender. Right, so, right. so I would take the order for everybody. And because I was on, the only one really allowed to do that because of security. So I'd go on, get everyone's order, and I'd bring Burger King back for dinner for everybody. <laughs> but I, I don't remember doing any pranks. I just know that. Um, so the, the, um, the crew bar closed at 2 a.m. And usually we're starving because we're drunk. And, and we start, the, the thing about the Norway is that you'd have to walk through passenger corridors to get out of the bar because the, the cabins would always complain about the loud noise. And we're walking and we'd end up going down to the, like the B deck, wherever the, where the mess rooms were. And there was like 18 different mess rooms on the Norway. And we go into the Jamaican mess and that's where they'd have, uh, uh, the noodles. And we go in there and we get our soup and we get our day old bread. And we're like, we like an egg and they put an egg in it and we tip them, you know, a couple of dollars for the, the guy. And we would just sit there and eat while well, the security officer would have his radio next to him and he'd turn it on and he'd Open up a beer so the bridge can hear him <laughs> drinking. <laughs> I mean, he would just, he was just, I mean, he, he was probably already so far gone there was times where i'd have to help him walk down the corridors to get to our <laughs> cabins instead of you know him helping other people because he was just so drunk he was such a wonderful man oh man and he, he'd go down and he he changed the breakfast orders on doors <laughs> oh no <laughs> that's oh, hilarious yeah. yeah people used to do that all the time yeah when, yeah like, that's not what i there. ordered yeah, and then of course uh, we're working at the at the you know purser's uh, desk, and they're complaining. I didn't get my right breakfast order, and you're just like, oh my god, I know why. We did all that. Yeah. Anytime there was anything on the doors, we would you know do not disturb. We'd put on somebody else's door. Oh, yeah. or like food orders, or my big thing that I thought was fun is like you know on our way back, you know three or four o'clock in the morning, we would open up the panel outside and flush everybody's toilets, and as we run down the hall. Oh, that's hilarious. That's funny. Yeah, there were times where his cabin was next to the hospital. So he'd run in there and he'd 
you know, he knew that there was always food and stuff and we need some extra milk for our tea and stuff like that. And he'd go in there and raid their fridge and bring it into his cabin. So we just, we just always had so much fun. You know, the cruise that we went on here a a couple of months ago, we were at the very front of the ship and, and we would hear, um, I'm assuming it was the crew bar. Um, we would hear and carrying on and people yelling and screaming like, yeah, like all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, that's gotta be a crew bar. So I'd go and peek around, open the door and stuff. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Cause um, there was like a little guy with a DJ table set up and there's like two or three people at a, um, like at a table and they were just kind of like doubled over, like passed out. Like <laughs> it was, it was pretty funny. We're getting short on time, so let's do another okay. story. So I almost died in Ketchikan. Whoa, this will be a that, fun story. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like quite a story. Yeah, it is. So we're doing the lifeboat training. You were wearing those orange suits, and we're in Ketchikan. I'm only like five, two and a half. I'm short. So so the suit was like out to, you know, it was, it was really big on me. <laughs> those things were just crazy big. And one of those, one of those suits that protected you from the cold. Yes. From the cold. Yeah. Yeah. The, that's, that's the suit, the survival suit. Survival suit. Survival suits. The, the orange survival suits. So we had to stand on uh, an inflated life raft that they put in the water. And you're supposed to stand on the top and you have to pull it backwards and swim it. back. Right. You flip it over and swim back. Obviously, I'm not going to be able to pull it. So there's a Dutch officer on top and he pulled it for me. But as you're doing that, I turned and looked behind me, which I shouldn't have done, because the next thing I know, I turned back and the thing fell right on top of me and I didn't get to swim away. So I'm screaming and I'm pushing it up and it's pushing me down and I'm trying to push up and I'm screaming and screaming. And the next thing I know, I'm like, I'm going to drown. And I was like, well, I guess this is it. I'm going to die. And the next thing I know, someone just came and then picked me up and then pulled me out and saved me. Later on, I'm in my cabin or or I'm back on the ship. And the cruise director said, I heard some, someone screaming from the water. I go, that was me. (laughs) And he's like, what happened? I said, well, I almost drowned. But anyway, they ended up passing me, which is hilarious because I did not pass. But that was very, very scary. And now today I can't even go underwater. I can't even put my head underwater. I'm really afraid. That lifeboat, yeah, is really heavy. And it just pushed me down as I'm trying to push up, even though I'm in a survival suit. Now, when you uh, regained consciousness, did you have your drink there by the table? Like your favorite? (laughs) (laughs) No. The safety officer came. uh, It's funny. No, I I don't think I was. I probably went drinking that night. Do you you have another one for us before we need to? I think we got time for another one if you got one it's it's like an off the ship kind of story like i said i was friend i'm friends with jan and we were out to dinner with my husband and we're in one of these restaurants in in my north miami that we'd like to go to laura lieberman walks in all of a sudden she looks at my husband goes richard and he says laura and i'm like how the heck do you two know each other (laughs) i was like what a small world well i forgot laura was a port lecturer and she was on holland america and my husband was on board 13 years yeah he was on board for a long time really small cruise world it is Um, is. like you you know have like one degree of separation when it comes to you know the same people i mean again i don't recall like we probably did cross paths somewhere along the way but we know all this all the we know all the same people and uh oh was it brad was was it you that said uh the bill w you didn't know what it stood for yeah (laughs) i think that was in last so so shoreside we're always like 
who's Bill W? And how, how is it that Bill Widiak knows all these people? I, I, used to say, I used to say the same thing. Yeah, that's why I thought it was Bill Widiak. And I'm like, he's a video programmer. How does he have his own meeting? Is I know. A video like, programmer's meeting? I, I want to go to this. We didn't, and my mom had to tell me, she's like, Bill W. And it's AA. And I was like, oh. Weird. Like nobody, like I didn't know that either. I you know, why would we know? I mean, yeah. we were really young. We weren't like, alcoholics why? at that time. I mean, yes. later, we're yes. We were in training. But, we were yeah. in training. We were in training. <laughs> we had no uh, desire yeah. to go to any meetings. And it, and it was it was really easy being a female because I didn't really have to pay for much. So I was I was dating the crew bartender when I worked on the Norway when I first got on board. So I didn't pay for drinks then. And then, of course, the security officer, he never let me buy anything. And then Holland America, I was with the bar manager. So let's uh, think how much money you saved. What, what year were you on Holland America? What years? 1999 ago? to 2001. Um, so I'm like, a, you know, once Princess and Holland America kind of started working together, I started meeting a lot of Holland America people that because I didn't really have any interactions. But the mm-hmm. only person that I can think of that I know is Megan Hilderson. I'm not sure. If yeah, I know. I know Megan. She, actually, she, she's the one who drove me. Oh, really? From from Seattle to Vancouver when I met because oh. her, her her husband was on board. Yeah. So yeah, we. Yeah, yeah. So she said, "Oh, come come stay with me." So I flew to Seattle, stayed at her house, See? and yeah. See, just the name and like we know and I know Megan well. I worked with her pretty closely on for the for. You know, a few years before before I left, I worked mm-hmm. pretty closely with her on, on various projects. Hey, I want to ask you about this. So you were in good with the Filipinos. Do you have any memorable Filipino parties that you went to like down oh, below? Yes. Oh, yes. We, any we would, any wild stories from those? We'd have parties down at the tailors where, where the oh, tailor yeah. was or mm-hmm. just just on where all their cabins were i mean they would they would make me sit 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 and then they would just start giving me a heineken and start giving me food and the <laughs> and it would just be all men and then me and and i would just be sitting around looking and i'm like what am i doing here but i mean i was having fun because again the, the security officers they're british these are the british security officers they would be there with me because i wouldn't go down there without them and uh, yeah, we just, what a party they, the, the food that they would have. Oh my gosh. You know, you're not supposed to cook in your cabin. Well, they did. And um, yeah. they got away with it. Uh, but it was, there were fun, fun parties. And I was, I have pictures of me sitting on the tailor's lap with my arm around them, you know, drinking, smoking. And you're just like, what am I doing? But I was probably so, I was drunk. I didn't know what I was doing. (laughs) 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 But it was just, it was just all fun. So I have another story. If you want one more story. Go for it. Okay. We were in Honolulu. Everyone gets to disembark. Customs comes on board, looks at all the books and says, you have an outdated certificate. Today's the day that it expires. And I'm like, and what am I supposed to do? We need to get in touch with Shoreside and they have to send you, they need to fax a new certificate, but we're going to meet tonight. And I, and I was like, oh, crap, I have my first date with, with this guy and I really like him a lot, which again, that's, that's who my husband is. So I went up to her and I said, and everyone was afraid of her because I was like, eh, I can talk to anybody. So I went up to her and I said, so how long do you think this is going to be? Because I have a date tonight. can you imagine talking to customs like that (laughs) everyone's looking at me going amy what are you doing i'm like okay we 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 have a 
common bond. We, we like softball. So I played softball. She played softball. So I found the common ground. So we got the ship because they were like, if you don't get the certificate, the ship's never going to be able to sail until you get the certificate. But we ended up having our first date. The only thing is we can't remember what restaurant we went to because we got really drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I we think, just know uh, we had fun. Uh, well, hey, uh, Amy, on the, as we close out, Brad's going to take us home. But give us uh, some takeaways on how cruising, working on ships and stuff has changed your life uh, or any positive affirmations of what cruising has done for you. It really makes you who you are today because you're, you, you have to be out. You're like the person that everyone sees really changed my life. Now, if I started working on board ships when I first, you know, 1987, who knows where I'd be today. So, you know, I think about that because I see people that I know that started, I remember them as assistant pursers, Michael Bailey. I remember him when he was very, and he moved up and look where he is now. And so you think about stuff like that, but um, I don't think I would change anything of my past. I think the right door opened at the right time. And it was just a lot of fun. And when I tell people I worked on cruise ships, they're always like, no, really? So I always hear you guys say the same thing. And, yeah. and you know, you they're like, oh my God, that must've been so cool. You saw the world and, uh, you know, and, you know, I wish I could have seen more, but it's okay. I'm happy now. Two kids, you know, it was, it was a great life. All right. Well, thanks yeah. so much for coming on and telling some stories for us. Oh, yeah. We appreciate thanks it. for having me. And uh, I'll be commenting you, when, when I yeah. see the wrong things. <laughs> we want to yeah. we want to see those comments. Keep them coming. Yes, definitely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, comment. And this goes for everybody out there. You know, <laughs> hey, we like we like to see these comments. So if you have something to say on our Facebook page or Instagram or Twitter or whatever, lay it on us. We like to hear it. Yeah, I had like, uh, right before you came page? on. A, what? What? Why? I said we have an Instagram page. <laughs> oh God, Eric! <laughs> Eric Christ! You have a Don't fantastic you know? Instagram account. It's a great Instagram uh, okay. account. We won't even go to uh, and talk about our our Twitter. Maybe page. I should follow it. Maybe you should. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should follow Instagram and Twitter on my ship story. I uh, know. I'm yeah. not on Twitter. Bye. Ciao. 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 Oh, that was cool. Yeah, okay. that was good. Again, that was one good. one degree of separation. Like on one side and the other, like we all have like all these people in common. Hey everyone, the ship is about to set sail, which brings us to an end for today. We hope that you enjoy the podcast. For bonus audio and if you would like to see this podcast in video, please visit our YouTube channel, My Ship Story. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram as My Ship Story. Don't forget to let us know if you're a past or present crew member and if you have a story that you would like to tell or if you like, you can email us your story for us to read on the air. Email us at myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. That's myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. Goodbye for now, and be sure to tune in next week, same time, as we'll have a new podcast every Monday. Bon voyage!